0: You're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. All right, my friends, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening and for being here. I'm really excited to dive deep into this episode today. We are talking all about how to stay focused and motivated, especially when you do not feel focused or motivated. So this is a listener request coming to you. I am really excited to deliver some content and some tips on this. I sure as heck know a thing or two about this, and I'm so excited to dive in. But before we get there, I want to take a second to give a shout out to the review of the week. So this one comes from Callie from Canada, and she writes, five stars, amazing show. I love listening to Kelly Track Show. Her enthusiasm and passion is contagious. I appreciate her transparency and ability to communicate. I always feel like I know exactly what to do next to grow my business. Thank you so much, Kelly, for sending that in. I so appreciate that. Now you, my friend, if you want to be the listener review and shout out of the week, be sure to head on over to Apple podcast and leave a rating and review and leave your Instagram handle in the caption. And that way I can give you a shout out on the show next week. Now I also want to say that support for this episode comes from my friends at Podigy. So if you have a podcast and you're ready to outsource the editing and the back end work, I would so recommend you going over to Podigy and working with them. I absolutely adore Riley and his team because they are so so on it. They get everything done on time and they treat my podcast like their baby. So if you want to stay in your favorite parts of doing a podcast, which is like talking to guests and having fun on the solo shows and leaving all all of the editing to the pros, let Podigy do it for you. It will make your life a total breeze. And when you're ready to sign up, just let them know that the Kelly track show sent you and you're going to get 50% off your first month of editing. I hope you love working with them just as much as I do. Now support for today's episode also comes from my friends at Four Sigmatic. It's officially spring here in Vancouver, Canada, and it was actually so warm today. I had to turn on my little AC unit in my apartment and I got to make a Four Sigmatic Mushroom matcha iced tea with ice cubes, which is like my absolute favorite summer drink of all time. I'm obsessed with their mushroom matcha and having it iced. I love Four Sigmatic because it's super high quality. Their products are organic, they're sweetened with organic stevia, and everything is really well sourced. And if you're looking to add some more adaptogenic mushrooms to your nutrition, or you're looking for just a new fun beverage to enjoy, something to sip on while you work, I love Four Sigmatic. I love both the health benefits and the fact that it tastes really good. The iced mushroom matcha is like my favorite thing in the entire world. To me, it tastes like summer and I drink that stuff like crazy. Plus, it looks really cute. So when you want to give for a somatic a try, just use the code KELLYTRACK, which is all one word at checkout for 15% off your order anytime. All right, my friends, let's get to the show. All right, my friends, let's talk all about how to feel motivated and stay focused, and how to stay committed to your goal, especially during the seasons when you don't feel like taking action or when you want to procrastinate or when you just want to be like, oh man, I do not want to do this at all. I do not want to do this one iota. So we are going to talk all about that feeling and how to navigate it today. The first thing I want to say right out of the gate is this. Number one, you got to stop feeling guilty about not being ultra, super, super productive. You know, there are productivity hacks I can teach you. If you're one of my Conscious Empire students, you have some of mine there handy for you. You can maximize your day. And yet there is still times of your life where you need to take rest. It is not expected for you to work from dawn to dusk. <laughs> That's unrealistic and You're not even going to be producing your best work anyways, if you just work through the whole day straight. So one of the things I know a lot about female entrepreneurs and, you know, shout out to the dudes who listen to the show too, but I know women in general, if we're not doing something and we're not doing something productive, we feel really guilty. We feel like, oh my God, I'm doing, you know, this beautiful walk on the seawall on a Sunday afternoon when I should be really writing a blog post. Oh my goodness, I'm going on this vacation when I really should be working a little bit harder in my business. Oh my goodness, what am I doing? Here I am scheduling a brunch with a friend when I really should take this time to just go do more email newsletters. We get guilty about taking the pause. So I encourage you first and foremost to not feel guilty about your quote-unquote lack of motivation and focus. Because sometimes, sometimes when we are feeling uninspired and not very motivated and not very focused, it's because we've been working really hard and we actually need a break. So one of the human tendencies I see a lot is the human tendency to grasp bind down tighter and control harder as a mechanism for coping. When in fact, quite often we need to loosen the grip, surrender, and allow for more pause in our life. So when you think, oh my God, I'm not being productive enough. I just need to schedule in five more things to do on my daily to-do list. How about erasing two items off your to-do list and taking some intentional breaks instead? Another thing I talk about quite a bit on the show is this concept of alignment and flow and ease and working with your energy and getting into alignment before you take action, which is another thing I really deeply touch on for my Conscious Empire students. When you are working with the flow of your energy, it's a lot easier to produce great work. So I want to give you two examples. Say you have to write a poem when are you going to feel most creative? And when are you going to feel the most in alignment to produce a great poem? Number one, after you've spent a full day chilling, going for brunch, hanging out in the sun, taking the afternoon off, going to a yoga class, and in the evening at seven o'clock, you sit down to write a poem. Or are you going to write a better poem if you have worked uh, from 7am straight until 9pm. You had three conference calls. You had to eat lunch at your desk. You had to answer 50 emails. And then I asked you to write a poem at 9pm. Which poem is going to be better? The first one. So we get this really backwards in society around productivity and output level and how much shit we can get done, which PS are not good metrics of your life. If you're judging your life and your success based on how much shit you're getting done, I encourage you to take an intentional pause. (laughs) Um, As a person who used to do this a lot, it's more about the quality of what you're doing and most importantly, the metric of money if you have a business. Uh, If you're not making money and it's not producing revenue, filling up your tasks with busyness and stuff and activities isn't a good idea because... The main goal of a business is to make money. And if you're not making money, then you have a problem and you're doing something wrong. So I encourage you to really look at your time and see if you're, if you think you're being successful based on how much shit you're getting done versus the different metrics of is this actually producing the results I want? Is this meaningful? Is this intentional? Is this making me money? Is this supporting my long-term vision? Because we get confused between busy work and output. Versus like the true drivers of results, like money, (laughs) cash in the bank, money in the door. Those things are very different. One will leave you with a hobby. One will leave you with a business. So I don't want you to fall into the trap that I see a lot of creatives do or a lot of early stage entrepreneurs do is filling up their plate with stuff just to stay, quote unquote, focused and busy in this attempt to control out of the worry that if you stop and take a pause, that the momentum will stop or things will slow down or you won't get what you want. So I just encourage you, take a break, take a pause and enjoy your rest. Don't try to fill up your plate with other stuff. Don't try to be like, hey, can I squeeze in one more client? Hey, do you think I could add, you know, four more webinars to this week? Don't try to fill up all of the spots. Leave space for the pause. I listened to this amazing podcast episode on The Robcast with Rob Bell, which is one of my favorite podcasts of all time, and his episode was called That Pause. I'll link it for you in the show notes if you want to take a listen. In this episode, he talked about how important the pause is in our life. And, you know, he was talking even about, you know, the structure of the week and the quote unquote Sabbath in a religious context is Sunday, the day of the week where you just take the day off fully. And he was just talking about the rhythms and the cycles of nature and how important that pause is. And we always don't want to take that pause. But We really need to take that pause in order to do our best work. And this makes so much sense. You know, when you go on a vacation, you come back and you produce way better results. P.S. I came back from Hawaii like two weeks ago. I'm working on this new thing for you. I have essentially made a course from scratch, I kid you not, in like two weeks. This is like the fastest I've ever made anything. (laughs) But it's because of that pause and, you know, a week off to do nothing and land the beach in Hawaii and enjoy the gorgeous turquoise waters and the white sand, do nothing and relax and chill, lay by the pool, have nice food, go go out for nice dinners. And then when I came home to Vancouver, it was like, oh, voila, essentially a new course in two weeks, which is like insane, insane, insane. But it's because I took that pause. Now, if we keep pushing and pushing and pushing, and then we hit a point where we're tired and we're burnt out and we're worn down, and we've worked enough, we've studied enough, we've tried enough, and we're like, oh man, I'm not motivated enough. I'm not, you know, enthusiastic enough. I should be more fired up and go do something. Sometimes our brains play that card where we're like, You know, our little ego and our inner critic get a hold of the situation and it's like, wow, you've worked so hard and hmm, you're feeling tired. You should work harder. What are you doing? Like sit back down, open that textbook, crack that open, get the highlighter out, get another coffee and sit your ass down and study. (laughs) That's what the inner critic loves to tell us to do. Yet I bet that your soul and your loving intuition would be like, girl, you should take a break. My dear friend. How about an hour of rest? Why don't you go read a trashing magazine for the hour? Why don't you go call a girlfriend? Why don't you go take a walk around the park? And your ego's like, sit down, work. Oh my goodness, is that true? Do you feel that? So when you are in that phase, if you've been working a ton and then you're like, oh my God, I, I feel like I'm losing motivation. I don't know what to do. Just take a break. Don't let your inner critic get a hold of the situation. Otherwise, it's going to tell you just to sit down and work harder, which is usually not the best answer anyways, right? It's like trying to write that poem at 9 p.m. after you've done three conference calls and 50 emails and you are really tired and you're just like at home wrapped up in blankets and you're like, nobody talk to me. (laughs) I really encourage you to take that pause. And most importantly, do not feel guilty about taking the pause because if you take the pause you're going to get better results later if your inner critic needs anything to chew on and grab a hold of it's like giving the inner critic like a soother tell it that say hey inner critic i'm going to take this break i'm going to go for a walk i'm going to take a quick vacation i'm going to take the weekend off i'm not going to be on instagram for the weekend P.S. inner critic, I'll have better results when I come back. So you just hang tight. Don't worry, the results are coming. Focus on that and know that everything's going to be okay. So that's my very first tip for you. Allow yourself to have the pause and stop feeling guilty about taking the rest break. Now, the second point I want to make about what to do when you feel like you lose focus and motivation is to remember that pursuing your dreams is not always like this idyllic thing. So before I had a business, I used to envision that my life would be like the scenes of the movies where the authors would go to like Tuscany and write in the beautiful rolling hills of Tuscany and wake up at dawn and be in like a beautiful villa surrounded by those like gorgeous, long, skinny trees in Tuscany. Oh my God, there are these types of trees in Tuscany. They're just like these beautiful, beautiful trees. Just you're thinking that your life is going to feel like this easy, fluid, liquid dream filled with citrus and fresh lemons and ricotta cheese and, you know, fresh air and being on this beautiful open farm, writing on your typewriter. Sometimes we think that the journey is going to be like that. We think that it's going to feel like you're riding in the hills of Tuscany. And when you hit real life, sometimes the process doesn't look like that. Sometimes it looks like, you know, working at your desk or, you know, in my case, it was starting my business, living at my parents' home, working out of my childhood bedroom. I was not writing in the hills of Tuscany. I was working at my little desk. I was sitting in the chair we got from a garage sale. And I was sleeping in my twin bed in the evening. I was taking the bus. I was making lunches at home. I wasn't going out much because I was just focused on working. And my life was not sexy or cool or super Instagram worthy. I was not like Elizabeth Gilbert, eat, pray, loving it all over the world. I was working in my parents' house. (laughs) Sometimes when we hit points in the journey, we think, oh, it doesn't look like that. So maybe I'm doing it wrong. I really encourage you to, yes, have the dream, but not over-romanticize it. Parts 100% can look like riding in the hills of Tuscany. Totally, 100%. You know, there are days when my business feels like I'm living a dream. It's even better than anything I could have imagined. You know, me traveling, me going to Hawaii quite often, us taking trips internationally, just the ability to live life on my terms, to have days when I just do nothing and I still make money off my courses and sales coming through. Like I love that feeling. It is truly a dream on some days. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes I am putting out fires. I am working quite late to be on top of course launch. I am trying to fix some sort of software piece that I don't know how to fix. I'm going back and forth with email support for one of the platforms I use. And it does not feel like I'm running in the hills of Tuscany. So sometimes we get disillusioned when our reality doesn't match up with the dream. And we think, well, I must be doing something wrong because it doesn't look like that. It doesn't look like an Instagram post. It doesn't look like a Pinterest board image. It doesn't look like that scene I saw from a movie. Just understand and remember that as you go through the journey, not every second is going to feel fun and sexy and easy and totally flowing. And it's all stardust and fairy magic. There are usually a lot of points of friction and those points of friction usually come when we're really close to hitting our next level. Like when you have been studying for an exam and you are in like the final two days towards the exam and you're like, oh my God, I cannot keep studying accounting. For the love of God, make this stop. But you're so freaking close to the finish line that you just need to keep going a really common thing I see a lot of people make when they are so close to hitting their next level and they're coming from a space of things, not feeling fun. You've been doing it for a while. It's starting to get boring or routine. You don't feel motivated to keep studying. You sure as hell don't like feel like sitting in the library for another five hours doing practice problems at the textbook, but you are so close to writing that exam. So remember in those moments when you're really close to the finish line, you are really, 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 really almost there. It's just about your ability to stay the course and take a break when you need to. And remember that you are like one tiny movement from the next level. So this really leads into the third thing I wanna share with you today. You know, when you say, oh, I'm not feeling motivated. I wanna take my foot off the gas pedal. I wanna take a break. Sometimes this is code word for... I am actually really scared to go do the next thing that I need to do and get out of my comfort zone. I'm just going to sit right here and do nothing. I get this sometimes. This is a really common theme I see a lot of coaching clients explore. It's this theme again of getting so close. You're so close to studying and finishing and writing this account exam, and you're two days away from the exam, and you're so close to getting there, and you're like, "Ah, I think I want to stop because the next level feels scary. So I want you to have an intuitive check-in right now and ask yourself, you know, is this phase of you saying you're not focused and motivated, are you just using this as an excuse and a code word that you're actually really scared to get out of your comfort zone and do that next big thing that you know you have to do that scares you? Sometimes that's the case. Like if I am in a funk or I don't feel like making stuff or I'm just kind of doing the same thing in and out and I'm getting kind of... Bored and it's going to lackluster and it's not feeling exciting and sexy anymore, usually that is an indicator for me that I've, I've hit the edge of my current reality and I need to go do something bigger. So sometimes we hit these phases of a lack of motivation and a lack of focus because it's not interesting and fun and sexy anymore. You know, it feels like you've been doing it for a while. Maybe you're not getting the results you want, but you're just sort of doing the same thing day in and day out kind of been like, you know, the same level. Maybe it's the same level of clients you're getting or the same level of sales or the same level of income from your Etsy shop. But you've kind of hit this point where you're like, it just feels blah, like bland, not fun, not thrilling. You've probably maxed out at your current reality. And now it's time for you to go to that next level. So when you feel this feeling, also check in and ask yourself, am I procrastinating on doing that big, scary thing I know I got to do? Am I just procrastinating on not going to the next level? Is that happening for me right now? And if so, what can I do in the present moment to take action to shift that behavior? The faster you can catch on to this mindset piece and this self-awareness piece, the faster you can shift out of this pattern. And the faster your success is and the faster the results are, is that awareness that, oh, I'm actually procrastinating on my next step. Hmm. Let me go do something scary that's going to catapult me into action. And the second you do something scary, all of a sudden you're going to feel really motivated and focused again. So that might mean hiring a coach, getting into a program, doing your first webinar. It might look like launching a new product in your Etsy store. It might look like painting a new painting, something on your next level that's feeling like kind of bold and risky. And you're like, I'm just going to go for it anyways, because when you pull it off, you're going to be focused and motivated again to do something about it, right? So if you feel all of a sudden really inspired to go make another painting, now that you've made the painting, now it's time for you to sell it, right? And you get tasked with the new next level of selling another painting, right? Same thing, you know, goes for you and your work, whatever you are doing, think about that next step, what you need to do in order to just get it done, And then you're going to be focused and motivated to take action again. This is one of the best ways for you to start feeling re-energized by what you're doing is to go do something that scares you. And then once you do it, you're like, okay, now I got to get money in the door. Now I got to like get more leads. Now I got to put this webinar slide deck together. Now I got to figure out what I'm going to say to reaching out to these like five cold emails, like, you know, that next level for you, whatever it is, once you've decided to take action on that. Your brain is going to go to work figuring out what you need to do in order to get there. And that's a really great way for you to get out of the lack of motivation. Because once you have a goal and you've committed and you've decided, your brain is going to go to work figuring out how to solve the pieces. And then you just take action on those pieces and voila, you're back in the game. Easy as that. But, 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 most people don't want to do this part. Most people don't want to go to the next level. They they want to. They desire to. They want the money, the success, the achievements. But they are not ready to go out of their comfort zone, or they are not ready to go do something that scares them. And it's one of those things people say one thing and they do another. And I want you to have a really deep, intuitive check in with yourself right now. Are you playing this song and dance out in your life? Are you saying one thing and doing another? Are you saying you want to make a lot of money this year and not taking action on the steps that's required? Are you saying you want to make an online course and Your idea is just sitting in the back of your head. Are you saying you want to start an online business and you say you really want to do this and you say this is your dream and you say you want to do this, but you're still working weight, you're nine to five, and you're not taking any action whatsoever to move forward with that goal. Get in integrity with where in your life you are playing out this pattern of saying one thing and doing another because the faster you can call bullshit on yourself is the faster you can take action and the faster you get what you want. So I get it. This is like not the sexy thing you want to hear today. This is not the like, oh, yay. When you're, when you're feeling motivated, just take eight hours of break and just relax forever. Once you're done relaxing and once you're done the relaxing bit and you like want to get back to work, go do something that scares you Go out of your comfort zone, go spend the money, go fork over the credit card, go get your ass in gear. And then voila, Things are going to feel moving and shaking and jiving, and you're going to really find that flow. It's going to be uncomfortable for about 20 seconds. You just need 20 seconds of insane courage to pull something off, and then voila, you're at your next level. Do you have 20 seconds of insane courage to put the money down for the coach, to ask the person out, to go up to the big investor at the conference? Do you have 20 seconds of insane courage to pull off a thing that you know that will take you to your next level? Yes, 20 seconds. 20 seconds of insane courage is all you need. I'm not saying an hour. I'm not saying five hours. I'm not saying a week. 20 seconds to say, yes, I'm in. Hey, my name is Kelly. Hi, I'd like to ask you out on a date. You know, 20 seconds, insane courage. That's it. It's like ripping off a Band-Aid fast. So don't think it's going to be this hard, overwhelming, big thing. Takes one second to send an email where you're like, "Hey, you should come buy my online course about how to make vegan cheese." You know, to that hot lead that you need to follow up with. It takes like literally twenty seconds to write the email. It takes literally twenty seconds to ask the person, "Hey, you know what? Thanks for you know reaching out to me. This would be a great course for you. Here's the link to buy it." Takes twenty seconds, but people want to stay in their comfort zones. Brené Brown says, you can have comfort or you can have courage, but not both, not at the same time. Oh man, so true. So true. Comfort or courage. Which one you want? Like sit on the couch and eat bonbons? Go make money and be successful. <laughs> yes, there's a time to sit on the couch and eat bonbons, but sometimes that gets boring after a while. And you're like, um, I want to do something fun and cool again. I want it to feel exhilarating. Okay. How about picking some courage and going after what you desire? You 100% can do it. It takes 20 seconds and stop procrastinating on going to the next level. You can 100% do this. Hey there, it's me. I'm just swinging by really quickly to interrupt this amazing and divine episode. And I wanna pause and ask you this one question. Are you feeling kind of stuck on your path to greatness? Do you feel like there's something out there that you desire, but you're kind of holding yourself back, you're not really going for it, and you're really not showing up for that life calling of yours? If so, I would love to introduce you to the mindset work. So what exactly is mindset? Well, it's where your mind is set. So This looks like your thoughts, your beliefs, and how you perceive the world to be. All you need is a couple of quick and simple tools to help you shift the way you think. This is the stuff that has truly transformed my life and has allowed me to soar to the highest level of achievement. Now, I want to teach you these exact skills. They're super easy. And I want to invite you to my free six-day video course called How to Master Your Mindset. So when you enroll, you're going to learn how to ace your inner critic and finally ditch that negative self-talk, how to deal with that fear of yours and really go for what you want how to overcome those self-limiting beliefs that keep you small, stuck, and settling. You'll learn how to truly step into your personal power and worth and adopt the possibility mindset that allows you to just watch and witness your dreams unfold. So all you gotta do to get access to this sweet, awesome, and free, yes, I said the magic word, free course, is just kellytrack.com slash mindset. And the link is in the show notes. That's kellytrack.com slash mindset. All right, peeps, now back to the show. So my fourth tip for you on staying motivated and staying focused is to bake in accountability into your goals. So depending on how you like to work, there are different styles of accountability. One of the quizzes that I love doing is the Four Tendencies quiz by Gretchen Rubin. I'm gonna link in the show notes just the place where you can do it. It's really easy. You can find it off Google, just type in four tendencies quiz, Gretchen Rubin, and she's got a link. She tells you what kind of tendency you are and how you act according to authority. And this is a quiz. I get every single one of my clients to do because I want to know what their authority type is, how they respond. Some people are really good with upholding external validation. And some people are really good at holding up internal validation. And some people are good at both. Some people are bad at both. (laughs) So it's all about learning about your accountability style and setting up the foundations in place for that to be met. So a lot of the times, most people are really good with upholding external approval. Meaning like if your boss says this is due on Friday, you're like, oh shit, I got to get to work, get this done by Friday that is upholding external approval. So I would encourage you to really look at your accountability style. And if you know you need that extra accountability to get stuff done, bake this into your success, bake this into what you're doing, bake this into your strategic plan of action to go forward. This can look like hiring a coach. This can look like an accountability program. This can look like a mastermind program. This could look like declaring to your audience, hey, everybody, my new Etsy store launch will be out on April 1st, where you've told your people it's coming. So now you got to get your ass in gear and go make it. Now, I have a favorite style of accountability that I recommend, and it's the one where you have to use your money to get accountability. So sometimes when we have accountability without money, we don't really show up. You know, where you spend your money is where you spend your attention and time, right? Because if you pay up, you show up. This comes back to the money mindset thing. And this is why I believe in the value of paying for help, whether that's in a mastermind or a group coaching program or a one-on-one with a coach, but paying for help when it's free. If it's, you know, something you're doing for a friend or something you're doing with a friend, that's great. But, usually the chances of bailing is a lot higher. When you are paying somebody to help you, you fucking show up like all hell. Like, oh my God, if I'm paying a coach to help me or if I'm enrolled in a class or I'm working with somebody one-on-one, you bet my ass is there every single day, right on time. I'm taking notes, I'm showing up, I'm doing the work, I will do whatever the hell they say. But if it's like a friend being like, hey, Kelly, you should do that. I'm like, "Mm, nah, So when you pay up, you show up. So if you really, really, really are serious about your goal, figure out how you can get some baked in accountability as to where you're going with paid help. Keyword on the paid help. So maybe this is like a tutor you see once a week for your course. Maybe this is a one-on-one coach that you're working with. Maybe this looks like joining a paid mastermind. Maybe this looks like, Hiring an employee that you know you need to start delegating work to, these are all ways in which you can bake accountability in by forking over the cash and getting yourself to show up because you know that they're waiting on you. The employee is now waiting on you to do stuff like this podcast. I have a fire under my ass every week because I have one, two, three, three people waiting on it for me. Okay. (laughs) So Kelly track Kathy just like, "Nah, yeah, I don't want to do this." Oh yeah, and then all of you guys listening. So, that's a lot of people. Thousands of people are waiting for this show. So, I have accountability to show the heck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, putting in baked-in accountability really works on helping you keep focused and motivated cuz like If you're like me, you're like, oh my God, I got to get this off on time. They need this. I don't want to screw this up. This is the flow. This is the system. Like, oh my goodness. Um, So I encourage you to bake in accountability. And that is exactly how you can get really focused and motivated again. My fifth tip for you on staying focused and motivated goes back to the thing I had said about the pause earlier on. And this tip is to strategically put fun things in the calendar ahead of time. This looks like white space. This looks like weekends off. This looks like a holiday. So at the start of the year, I will look at my calendar and be like, all right, holidays are going here, here, and here, and here. I'm blocking off this time. This is getting penciled out. Nobody can book me for this. Clients cannot get to me here. And we book out when we're going to take holidays. Now, we haven't put down the money for the tickets or for the stay or purchased hotels yet, but it's in the calendar. As in universe, I'm taking this time off. This is my space. So I encourage you to intentionally put spaces in your calendar now, when you're going to take a break when you're going to take time off, even if this is a staycation or an afternoon off, put it in the calendar. Your calendar should rule your life. A lot of really high performers swear by their calendar. The calendar is their everything. If it's not in the calendar, it's not happening. And this is such a great tip I learned from uh, many of the people I follow is the importance of scheduling everything. Just everything that needs to be done goes in the calendar. Oh, you got to work on the website. That chunk of time goes in the calendar. Oh, you need to have a meeting. That's going into the calendar. And I I love this concept when it comes to taking intentional rest and stillness is to put that in the calendar. Now you might be thinking, oh well, like oh that's kind of like lame, you know, scheduling your time to be still. My friend, if you're anything like me, you just want to be productive all the time and do fun work because it's exciting that if the time doesn't go in, it does not happen. Have you ever had that when you're like, oh, I'm going to go on a holiday this year, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August happens, huh, hasn't happened yet. And you're like, I'm going to go on a holiday this year. And then September, October, November, December happened. And then nothing happened. No holiday was taken because you kept working and you kept working and your boss kept giving you more deadlines. And then lo and behold, Holiday didn't happen. So I encourage you to put everything in the calendar now. Make the time now. This could look like trips. This could look like family vacations. This could look like a staycation weekend. This could just look like, you know, you needing a break as in like, I'm just going to take this week off randomly and this is going to be my vacation week and I'm just going to chill for the week. Put it in the calendar now. Now. Same thing goes with your, you know, workout classes or date nights. If you want to do something that's fun, that is the opposite of productivity, put it in the calendar. Otherwise your inner critic and your ego might be like, I'm just going to override this space because nothing's here. So I might as well fill it with work. I encourage you to get it in the calendar. Now, like, literally go over to your calendar and start putting in some time where you're like, I could use a break here and here and here and here. Even think about the seasons of where you live, where you're like, man, I would really love to be somewhere warm right now. I know I look at that all the time because it rains for most of the year in Vancouver, Canada. I'm like, okay, this is a really rainy season in November. Hmm, How many days can I get away to Hawaii? <laughs> you know, like look, look at the times of the year where you know you need a break, where you know your energy is low and circumnavigate that by adding the white space in. So that is my fifth tip for you. Put something fun in the calendar. Put in the white space and put in the holidays now. Because if they don't happen now and you don't book them in now, usually they don't happen in general. So my sixth tip for you on how to stay focused and motivated is to get more things in the calendar that light a fire under your ass. And that make you feel really motivated and that make you feel like you could flip over a car. (laughs) So this is like motivational seminars. This is like conferences. This is like workshops, stuff where you go to these things and then you leave feeling like you could do anything. Like you are Superman and you can 100% scale the tree and pull the cat out of the tree even if you are not very good with athletic things. So I would encourage you to stay motivated by going to those things where you get that pump up and that like in-person pump up because those can make you feel like you're on fire and you're just... You have all the things in the world to do and you can just totally make whatever you want happen. In August, we went to go see Tony Robbins and Jen Sincero and I swear to God for August. Oh my God. I was on another level. I was like, I can't do anything. Um, so if you want that feeling of feeling motivated and focused, just get back in the room, get back in those spaces, go to those events, go to those workshops, buy the tickets, put them in your calendar because it's going to make you feel motivated and you're going to love it and you're going to enjoy it so that's a really great tip is to just stick that in the calendar and buy the tickets Now, this also looks like, you know, making time to hang out with the people in your life who cheerlead you and encourage you to keep going. Like make time in your calendar to spend time with your friend, Susie, who's always like, you can do it. You've got this. You can do anything because those people are going to give you the motivational pump up too. Or maybe it looks like, you know, spending time with your friend who is like doing the same line of work as you. Maybe you guys are both, you know, running a digital online shop. Maybe that looks like spending time with her where you guys can give yourselves the cheer on and the pump up when things are hard. Those are great places to go when you need that little bit of the chutzpah and the fire under your ass and the motivation to keep going is to reach out to somebody who does exactly what you do and do not make this a bitch fest. This is not a bitch fest. This is not a complain for an hour and talk about how hard it is. This is a, yeah, you can do it. Oh my God, that's a great idea. And yeah, you could totally go for that. Yeah, you should totally do that. Find those friends in your life. Go make those friends. Find the people who are doing similar work to you and use that time together to pump each other up and leave feeling amazing. I know that when I have chats with friends who are you know making online courses and doing a business like mine and they have everything digital and you know the friends that are like also a lot farther along than me, when I get off a call with them or a mastermind call, I feel like, oh my God, like yeah, the cat is in a bag. This is gonna be easy, I can totally do this. So find the friends who are doing exactly what you're doing. And go get that motivational pump up from them. Now you might be thinking, well, I don't have any friends that are doing what I'm doing. Go hire a coach. Go hire somebody who can hold your hand, who's doing what you want to do, but is a little bit further along than you, or you admire them, or you like how they work. And and tell them like, I need that in my life. Like I need the motivational pump up. I need you to tell me that I can do this and get somebody to support you through that journey. A coach would love to do that for you. Whether you hire me or you hire somebody else, that is a coach's job to like cheerlead you on, to tell you what you need to do and to give you the green light on what needs to happen next. So totally carve that out for you and for your life. I would also encourage you to set aside some videos on YouTube or some podcasts or something where you have a list of the resources that always get you back into state, get you back into alignment and get you back into that space of like peak performance and feeling like you can really flip over a car. So there are a number of different videos I will watch on YouTube of like when I need that reminder that like, I can do it because we all need it. And that stuff is all over YouTube. So finding those videos that you just grasp onto, that you totally click with, you totally resonate with, or the podcast episode that you love, I would encourage you to save some of these in one spot so that in case of an emergency, you can pull out one of these videos and watch. Like the number of hours that I have spent listening to Jen Sincero is beyond. You guys all know that I love her so much. But I watch it because I need that reminder and I need her to be like, Kelly, you can do it. <laughs> and I encourage you to get together some stuff that you can call on in case of an emergency in those really low vibe spots or when those, you have those days when you think you need to quit or when it's getting really hard or when you want to stop studying for the accounting exam, and you cannot take any more days of studying, click on one of those links to the podcast, to the video, read that book, do what you need to do to get that reminder and have that mindset reframe. So put those things in place. Like this is a proactive measure as well Is like getting the stuff together in advance, you know, not just waiting for when the time comes being like, oh my God, I'm having a terrible day and I don't know what to do. And I feel like crap and I'm procrastinating, not just waiting until the last minute, but being proactive and having a list in place for things you know you need to listen to in order to get back into that peak state. Because if you are searching in the moment, you might just go on like YouTube for like motivational pump up and like might not find what you want. And then you're just going to keep wasting time. But if you've pre-selected stuff that makes you feel amazing, it's a lot easier to get back into that groove. I would also encourage you to watch it like multiple times. Sometimes you get a different message depending on when you listen. So just because you heard something once or you watched something once, that doesn't mean you can't go back to it. I encourage you to re-watch, to take it deeper. You know, a lot of mastery requires repetition and taking things deeper. So if you've heard the same message and you like love the video, watch it again. Just keep watching it. Just watch it. You know, if you watch it once a quarter or once a month, You know what they're going to say, but every single time you're going to get a different meaning and you'd be like, Oh, that's such a good tip. Or like, Oh, that's exactly what I needed to hear. So I encourage you to have those things in place. one of the things you are already doing is listening to podcasts. That's a huge source of like amazing energy and motivation and drive. Keep that up. Like the more you listen, the more it bakes in, the more it becomes your normal. The more you listen to certain voices and certain messages and the more you integrate their work, the more it becomes a part of your life too. Podcasts are a great resource to take things deeper and to listen in You know the random parts of your day when you're commuting or walking or doing the dishes. You can feel really fired up and jazzed about your life while you do the dishes. But podcasting is a special medium that I like to look at as like a long-term education versus just like a listen once and then go away. Like something where you listen a lot and you listen often and you learn these teachings from these thought leaders, whether, you know, you listen to my show or other people's shows. It's like, it's a long-term learning. It's like you're in school for a long time. And something I see people do with podcasting is that they, they listen to like one podcast and then they're like, Oh, okay. That, that's like enough. If you don't, chances are you love podcasting because you're listening to this, but I encourage you to take the work deeper and like listen to a lot and make a habit out of listening. Podcast audiences are actually one of the most educated audiences there are because you are going out of your way to learn. And usually people who are more educated and sophisticated listen to podcasts. So congrats, you are more educated and more sophisticated than other types of media communities because you're selecting in to engage and learn intentionally. Nobody's paying yet to listen to the show. You're like, Hey, I want to learn from the Kelly track show. So you listen. So consider this as a long term education, like a long-term piece and take the work deeper as needed. You know, if you really resonate with somebody, you know, hire them, get their course, take things deeper, get on their free email list, like learn, like look at this as a mini education from the thought leaders that you've chosen and just integrate the work really deeply into your life. Because if you hang out long enough, the ideas rub off onto you. And that's the best part of all this. If you listen to a lot of motivational speakers and you do the work, and when you get stuck, you come back and you listen to more motivational messages, it's going to be really easy for you. But if you only listen once in a while, it's going to feel harder versus getting that support on a constant basis. Like I do this show for you every single week, every single Tuesday. You get a podcast episode and that baked in accountability is there. It's just your job to tune in and listen, right? It's like office hours. (laughs) The TA is sitting in the room and is going to be giving help to students who need help at accounting. It's up to you to dial in, to tune in, to come to office hours every week, to listen, to engage. So. That's what I really want to share too, is that you take this work deep and the more you learn this work, like you're studying a course and like you're studying a a long-term textbook or something, the more it just gets integrated into your mind, into your thought patterns, into how you think, and the magic very dust rubs off on you. So keep listening to podcasts. Obviously, you know, whatever you love, whatever you're gravitated towards, just Keep listening and don't stop listening. Don't just be like, oh, I listened once and I'm good. It's like going to the gym. Being motivated and focused is a continual thing. It's not like you can go to the gym once and get abs. Every day I listen to podcasts because I need a little reminder at about two o'clock that, hey, everything's gonna be great because two o'clock is like my slump time when I just wanna like lay down and watch TV and eat cookies. I need a little podcast podcast pump up to be like, you can do it, Kelly. like go after it. I'm like, yeah, I can. And then I come back to work at like, you know, three or four. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Bake it into your day. Consider these teachers a long-term teacher and just keep listening. So my friends, those are my tips for you on how to stay focused and motivated. So I'm going to repeat these in summary for you one more time. Number one, allow yourself the pause and stop feeling guilty about taking the pause. Number two, not every second of the journey is going to feel as beautiful and as romanticized as writing your novel in the hills of Tuscany. Number three, Ask yourself this, are you just procrastinating on not going to the next level because it feels scary and out of your comfort zone? Number four, get an accountability buddy or pay a coach, make a public declaration on when something's going to be done and have that accountability baked in to hold yourself accountable. Number five, put something fun in the calendar right now, like white space or a holiday or a trip or an afternoon in. You know, please put that all in the calendar now. Otherwise it just doesn't happen. And number five is do things that light a fire under your ass. Listen to stuff that makes you feel pumped up. Make this a continual habit and a process, and it'll keep you in the loop. Whether this looks like conferences or motivational seminars or listening to podcasts or certain videos on YouTube or anything you need to do to reignite that fire, Keep those habits in place and you will stay motivated for the long term. All right, my friends, and there you have it. That is the show for you today. I so hope you love this and you found it useful and you really got some gems out of this if you absolutely love this episode today, please take a second to take a screenshot of it and upload it to your Instagram stories and tag me in it. It's at Kelly track. I would love to see what resonated for you, what clicked, what you found really helpful. Or if you have a friend in your life that like really needs this motivational pump up, please send it their way. That is one of the kindest things you can do for a pal is to be like, Hey, listening to this. And I thought of you, that is such a nice treat. And that always makes my day when I get one of those messages. So go on over, forward it to a friend. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it's really easy. At the bottom of the screen of where you're listening, there's three little dots. If you click it and then click share, you can pass it along to somebody who really needs to hear this message. So peeps, that's the show for you today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing to The Kelly drug Show. Thank you to those of you who have rated and reviewed the podcast. And thank you for being here and for listening. Lastly, thanks to my podcast team, Riley, Dan, and Jenna. I so appreciate you three so much. So that's it, folks. Have an amazing day, and I will see you back here soon. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day and I'm so excited to see you back here soon.